0: Tonight on 60 Minutes. 60 Minutes. The centerpiece of major broadcasts on world events.
1: 60 Minutes gives you the biggest headlines and best storytelling on TV and now on your schedule.
0: President Trump's campaign. term fake news.
1: role Russia may have played. From hard news and politics to lifestyle and pop culture, 60 Minutes gets the real story on America's most prevalent issues. The
2: wall on the Mexican border. Humanitarian issues.
1: Hear the 60 Minutes podcast on demand. Download and subscribe at the new radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Promotional consideration for growing Greater Philadelphia provided by the General Building Contractors Association. This is Growing Greater Philadelphia, bringing you the stories of economic growth, job creation, and business success from across the 11 county community of Northern Delaware, Southern New Jersey, and Southeastern Pennsylvania. Now, here's Matt Gabriel.
2: Great companies appreciate the need to adapt and evolve, adjusting to the moment and to the marketplace. And that ability is not only needed to grow and thrive, but in some cases, it's needed to survive. And for successful businesses and the leaders who shape and guide their organizations, being ready to adjust, essentially being ready for the unexpected, well, it's crucial This week, we showcase stories that require this important characteristic of adaptability. We pull back the curtain for a behind-the-scenes look into two notable events that have recently taken place in our collective community. Come with me back to the morning of Thursday, February 8th, 2018. Greater Philadelphia was bursting with energy and warmth and pride as tens of thousands of fans poured into the streets from South Philadelphia all the way up to the Benjamin Franklin Parkway in the Art Museum neighborhood, all gathered to celebrate the Super Bowl 52 champions, our beloved Philadelphia Eagles football team. Now, the significance of this victory for Eagles fans across the city, region, and country, it can't be understated. The parade celebrated not only the talent and success of this hardworking team of professional athletes and coaches and staff, it also captured the spirit of Philadelphians, the passion, loyalty, and essence of our region. From the streets of Wilmington, Delaware, the diners of New Jersey, the farmlands of Coatesville out in Chester County, and the row homes of Northeast Philadelphia, Greater Philadelphia was now the home of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. And pulling together a monumental celebration like this, well, it's no easy task. One team at the epicenter of it all, situated right at the foot of Philadelphia's infamous Rocky Steps, was the team from IMS Technology Services. Renowned for their audiovisual systems integration and event staging, IMS is made up of technical professionals who are unmatched in their skills and their enthusiasm. Now, audiovisual tech and event management can be high stress and fast paced where anything can happen and adaptability is required by the truckload. We connected with Anthony Gracia who leads production management for IMS and Chris Leonard, their director of audio to learn more about milestone events such as the Eagles parade and how it all unfolds. In this case, in a matter of days. And here we asked Chris about how their team is always they're ready
3: for last minute projects absolutely you always have to adapt last minute i mean there's times where we get to plan for these shows months and months at a time and there's times where we get a call and say hey next week i got this right and it's you know you still have a process to do but that window of that process just gets narrowed down and, and you still gotta make it happen right
2: and coming up on a 25 year anniversary for the company essentially i bet you have a reputation anthony of really being able to perform
4: under pressure I th- I would say that's an understatement most of the time. I think Chris embellished a little bit. Usually, it, the hot ones come in one to two days before, <laughs> right? Uh, Great. Right. You know, uh, so he was being more modest, he not embellishing. He, he was definitely being yeah, modest. I, yeah. I can appreciate that. But uh, <laughs> no, I think we do. Um, you know, it really ranges with regards to the timelines. Sometimes it's hey, this just came up. You know, an executive wants to have this meeting, and we need to do this. Or sometimes, you know, like Chris said, we have. Time upon time. And it's a blessing and a curse. Sometimes the more time you have to prep and prepare a show, you get a little... over inundated with the details.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I can totally appreciate that. You overthink it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there is a, a special recent experience that each of you had a chance to work on with other colleagues at IMS that really came about on short notice, and that's all related to our world champion Philadelphia Eagles football team and the role that your team played. Share with us a little bit more
4: about the role that IMS played as part of that win sure so uh ims in conjunction with fred stein produced the super bowl parade down at the art museum and we broadcasted from the art museum to city hall i think we had 13 screens a whole bunch of sound and uh lights the whole nine yards but the amazing part is you only had like what a week or so to pull together yeah we met i think we met the wednesday before the team left to go out to uh to minneapolis just as a hey this is what we're gonna do right very very high level so it was with you know the city the police the parks department us the Eagles Fred and his team and the guys over at Proof Productions who uh, supplied all the staging and stuff like that so we met kind of put the plans in process and uh, waited for the Eagles to win it was win or go home legitimately win or go home
2: now I suspect this is
4: related to superstition but why didn't a meeting take place earlier that's a great question. I it's a it's a question I don't have an answer to. Yeah. Uh, I think they, they had talked I, I know Fred and, you know, the Eagles executives had talked about this previously. I think it was more, you know, we don't want to put the cart before the horse kind of mentality. Right. Yeah.
2: And I do know uh, you're referencing Fred Stein, who I know you've mentioned a couple of times. And Fred runs uh, the creative group and is a real expert at putting on events. And uh, I've had the privilege to work with Fred on a couple of different projects. And I suspect there is this element of superstition and not let's not put the cart before the horse type of thing until the timing is just right. But it creates a little bit of a crunch for you guys, I suspect. Right, Chris?
3: No, absolutely. I mean, a show of that size to cover audio and video for over a mile space that would have been one of those where we would have taken months to plan and we did it in three or four days and had to have enough stuff ready that you know we didn't know if we we're doing the job until that clock stops on sunday night right but yet loading was gonna be 8 a.m monday morning so we had to have enough pieces in place not only hey can we do this but no, no we have to be mobilized and ready to go and so 8 a.m monday morning i was down there wait delivering the first truck and you know dump a gear and, and so that short time frame was, you know, we spent three four days doing nothing but planning because it, it was not an easy thing to plan. Yeah, intense. I suspect um, you guys didn't get much sleep that week, I suspect. No. no. Right. No. <laughs> no. And Because re- originally it was supposed to be on Wednesday. Yeah. But actually the rain helped us in a way, even though it was painful while we were there, Right. to give us another day to actually kind of get prepared. But and, yeah, so it ended up being on Thursday. But yeah, we, we were there, you know, 12 plus hours a day. Easy.
0: All-Pro Center, Jason Kelsey!
2: Chris, I'm going to ask you this question being the, uh, the audio guy, there is an infamous moment where one of our players had a passionate presentation. Share with us a little bit more about that
3: and what I would call the the trophy that may be proudly (laughs) displayed. Nice. So yeah, the Kelsey speech. So yeah, it was definitely the highlight of the, I think of the, at least the talking portion of the, uh, parade yeah that was one of the hardest i've worked on a show like that because to actually keep his dynamics under control Mm -hmm. uh and to not uh either distort or uh, blow everything out you know i'm working compressors working the gain and everything to kind of keep him level throughout the system so that was hard in and of itself and then yes it being an epic speech yeah our owner john renninger he wanted the microphones and the, the mount mounted onto a trophy so he had a trophy made and actually kelsey's actually seen it and was jealous of it and <laughs> he so, wants it so we made him a replica copy nice. of it as well nice but it sits in uh, john's office now Yeah. You know? so share with us and I'm, I'm a big fan of this um you know things don't always go the
2: way we think they're going to go and and i love to hear about some of those experiences
4: how you handled them and what you learned from them as well sure so um we do a lot of events and tents uh, events intense. We do a lot of events intense. We do. We do one specific town hall for one of our premier clients uh, yeah. every December, and it's usually nasty out. Right. So we have learned to uh, <laughs> to set up like Eskimos. Yeah. And uh, they heat the tent. You know, we did an event last year where we had a tent local here, and it was overheated. Mm. So in essence, it rained inside the tent. Oh. So we learned uh, the delicate balance of atmosphere and how that works. Right. <laughs> you,
2: you were pulling on the science stuff that you skipped
4: yeah, when you were in school. Yeah, when, when the monitor engineer is uh, has an umbrella over his desk to prevent it from getting wet because it's dripping from the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, you turn the heat off. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. That's a good lesson learned.
2: Absolutely. Um,
4: you know, I think outside of the, the normal, one thing we run into a lot, we do drawings and renderings for all the events that we do. Mm-hmm. So you're only as good as what you're given in that instance if you can't right. go down and do a site surveying it so we've gotten a lot of um plans from hotels venues, stuff like mm-hmm. that, sure, where they may not necessarily have the as built. They have you know, a plan that they're referencing that wasn't what was gotcha. signed and sealed. So it's close, it's close, but it's not exact, which could be a problem for your team. Two inches can be a big problem for us. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have actually helped, you know, because it's a small world out there. Right? It's small uh, in our industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've helped some contemporaries of ours, actually, by giving them our drawing files that are accurate and saying, hey, you need to give this to people because what you're given is not accurate. Right, right. Um, so you always run into that. I'll push over to Chris because he's he's got a lot more recent ones probably. Yeah. I, I
2: love that, but I but I also love how generous you guys are to say, look, you're giving us outdated plans. We're actually going to help you by making sure you don't do this again, whether it's
4: us or other partners. Because that's that's a
2: really important yeah, think and, you know a lot really of it is, aspect.
4: A lot of it is transparency. It's you know we're yeah. all in this together at the end of the day. It's hard for guys like Chris and I to go to an event and not pass judgment. Right. Um, you know it's it's. Um, concerts stink i'm not going to lie yeah. i hate going to concerts um, w- working them you mean no i just hate going because oh. i can you know i can point out my background's audio engineering as well so yeah okay. you, know, you can point out the little oh made a mistake here stuff yeah. like that it's just unfortunately the nature of the beast in this business it, it, it's hard for me to think of, a,
3: of an exact uh, show or something went wrong but I think more of it is is that we often have to adapt and overcome so meeting planner might come in you know a couple hours before the show and say hey I want the room flipped this way right and it's okay you know and and you you hunker down and, and you do what, do what you need to do to get it done and, and change because of you know yeah. that, you know, that's but, what expectations yeah. <laughs> are so. but kickoff
2: is in an hour and you got to flip the room yeah yeah no, it,
3: it definitely happens.
2: To hear how Anthony and Chris got their start, and for career advice for those interested in working in the audiovisual tech industry, head online for our full interview, 1210WPHT.com select. And coming up next, one company is breathing new life into the old city neighborhood of Philadelphia
0: greater philadelphia is among the best places to start and grow a career just ask recent college grads more than 65 percent of graduates from greater philadelphia universities start their careers right here in northern delaware southern new jersey and southeastern pennsylvania greater philadelphia is brought to you by yo yo a day in zimmerman company and a proud investor of select greater philadelphia for more than 75 years yo has been a leading specialty technology recruiting provider in the philadelphia region and is one of the oldest staffing firms in the nation learn more about yo at yo.com that's y-o-h.com stradley Ronan's more than 200 attorneys represent private and public companies in everything from sophisticated corporate transactions to complex litigation. Learn more about Stradley Ronin at Stradley.com or call
2: 215-564-8000. Hey everybody, it's Matt. My team and I at Select Greater Philadelphia are so proud to bring you the Growing Greater Philadelphia radio and podcast program. These amazing stories of business success and economic development and transformational projects, well, they're really inspiring and we hope you agree. I want to thank the team at General Building Contractors Association, also known as GBCA. Without their belief in us at Select Greater Philadelphia and their highly engaged support of this podcast, we could not do what we do every day Every day to showcase the business assets of our 11 county community, the expert construction professionals who are members of the GBCA are literally helping to build the future of greater Philadelphia. Learn more about all that GBCA does to advance the commercial, industrial and institutional construction industry by visiting GBCA.com and join me in thanking General Building Contractors Association for believing in us at Select Greater Philadelphia.
1: As one of the 10 largest banks in the U.S., TD Bank has approximately 2,600 employees and roots, tracing back to the community for over 150 years. Learn more about TD Bank at tdbank.com or call one 888 751 This is
0: growing greater Philadelphia. From the city to the suburbs, stories about how our region is thriving and transforming.
2: The Philadelphia region of today is not the Philadelphia of the past and will certainly not be the Philadelphia of tomorrow. We as a community, just like great businesses and their leaders, we will adjust and adapt and evolve. Every day, projects across the 11 county neighborhood are transforming our communities. And one project is reimagining an iconic building into a new hub of commerce and trade. It's the restoration of a landmark in the old
5: city section of Philadelphia known as the Bourse. You know, at 21, you're looking through rose-colored glasses and everything's going to be better, but I can tell you, it is not. Now, that might seem like a harsh perspective, but Dan Ellison, Vice President
2: and Chief Estimator at SIPCO Incorporated, well, he speaks from experience. When reflecting on his career, Dan didn't realize in those early days how much work would go into becoming a success. And in order to become a success, both personally, professionally, and as a company, one has to be able to adapt and evolve in order to best meet the needs of a client. Here, Dan shares with us how
5: SIPCO distinguishes itself in the bustling construction industry. It's a complicated answer, to be honest with you. We like to think of ourselves as a specialty contractor, not necessarily a demolition contractor. Mm -hmm. Only because we do such a wide variety of projects every year... And even every day, we get a new phone call or a new connection with somebody, and they say, could you do this? And we have to look at each other and say, yeah, we can do that. And it might be something new, but I would challenge you to find a client that was not completely satisfied with the way we left their project. So Mm -hmm. it's rewarding, and it's challenging. Yeah, yeah. And the roots of SIPCO
2: are right here in greater Philadelphia as well.
5: They are. The company started right here in Philly in 1992 by Joseph and Mercedes Cipollone, and uh, has since grown. We had our 25th anniversary last year. That's great. And, uh, you know, we're, we're thriving.
2: That's great. Congratulations. That's a good milestone.
5: So this is not a
2: stretch when we ask about the name of the company. I suspect it's a play on the founders' names. It is. Names.
5: Cipollone, Cipco, Cipco. Yeah. That's where it came from. Excellent. How big is the team? We have approximately 40 in the field and uh, a little less than 20 in the office staff or at our shop. And, uh, you know, we, we generally run about that size. The number in the field fluctuates from time to time, but that's pretty much the sweet spot. And the 40 in the field, you had mentioned excavation Mm -hmm. and a
2: couple other initiatives that the organization has kind of evolved over the past 25 years. What are some of the things that those 40 colleagues are doing every day out in the field?
5: Sure. Our mission has changed a little bit over the years, and we have evolved with the needs of our clients, but we have operating engineers, cement masons, and laborers. And we do all of our own work. We try and self-perform everything from the excavation to the concrete placement to any type of dismantlement, demolition. We do some structural demolition, interior demolition, mechanical systems dismantlement, plant dismantlement. Really, if you need it to disappear, we're your guys. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. In the construction field. Yes. This, uh, This might sound like an obvious question as well, and I love the fact that it's a greater Philadelphia founded company. Sipco Incorporated. Mercedes and Joe, are they still actively engaged every day in the family business, if you will? They
5: are. Joe is a uh, operating engineer by trade and he's still out on jobs. He's actually out on a job today. And uh, Missy now is our COO and she is involved in a big way here at our office.
2: She keeps the shop running smoothly. Keeps us moving in the right direction. I mentioned uh, at the onset, Broad and Spring Garden Mm -hmm. and 12th and Market. Share with us some of the projects that the SIPCO team is working on now or that pop to mind from the portfolio that you've been involved with over your career with SIPCO, which is coming up on eight years
5: now? So we are currently working at Broad and Spring Garden, where we're taking down a uh, the top two levels off of a parking garage for a project with um, EP Guidi. Where they're going to build a flagship cvs along with a strip mall and i'm hearing some apartments Mm -hmm. Um, we're not involved in the apartment building we're just doing the selective demo of the parking garage for um tower investments which is a company bart platstein owns sure um and uh, we've been a part of just about every major renovation in center city for the last uh, as long as you can remember probably right but um 12th and Market was Gerrard Square, formerly Gerrard Square. We did that project with Clemens and, uh, you know, stripped the facade off of a 12-story building and, you know, completely gutted it. and, And now it's a beautiful office building. The entire block has been rejuvenated, and now they call it Market East, Sure, and uh, you can tell from all the new stores and offices that are in there that that it went from a really blighted section of town to now everybody's moving in.
2: Yeah, exactly, and and in fairness, and this is cyclical, a lot of blocks go through this, they need some sort of rejuvenation over time, they kind of get a little tired, they need a a little bit of a new perspective, Mm -hmm. and what we're seeing at 12th and Market with uh, a new restaurant opening, new hotel in the works, and kind of more of um, you know what we see happening a live work play type of environment that's really welcoming to guests. It is.
5: I mean, Old City was not very inviting to millennials or young professionals, and now there's Independence Beer Garden, all these other little pop-ups that make it very inviting. From here, Market East, the Center City District, all the way up, we're working at uh, in University City at thirty five thirty five Market, and directly across the street at thirty five fifty redoing the facade on both buildings right now, and uh, again, putting in restaurants on the ground floor, coffee shops, things of that nature that really make the live-work-play mentality work. So
2: let's work our way down Market Street. And as we come down Market Street, you had referenced Old City, which frankly is where our studios are located, where we produce Growing Greater Philadelphia here we come upon a, a couple really unique spaces. You had mentioned Independence Beer Garden. That's historically known as the Roman Haas Building. In more recent years, it's the Dow Chemical
5: Building. And and you've had some um, hand in reshaping that, uh, yes, that space. We, we've been very fortunate to be involved in, uh, I know the GSA took four or five floors a few years ago. We got to do all those spaces. The Independence Beer Garden, we did that. You did a lot
2: of research on the Independence Beer Garden, right? We did. We did the
5: La Colombe. Yes, I've been there many times. (laughs) Great organization. Yeah. Um, We did the La Colombe coffee shop on the Mm -hmm. corner, which has really transformed that whole lobby into a place you actually want to go now. It's not just wasted space. Yeah. We just completed a project over at the Bors building, and that whole thing has been renovated. Now there's this fabulous food court on the ground floor and lots of new tenants moving in. As we move further, we've been involved in the uh, Lit Brothers building, 701 Market, oh, yeah. with Brickstone Realty and Structure Tone, and uh, now Five Below is the big tenant there. They have yep. retail space. Yep. Uh, they're getting ready to put on a roof deck there, yep. and then it's, it would,
2: it's been good. It would be amazing to do a quick little kind of survey to see how many people actually remember 7th and Market Street as the Lit Brothers building. Uh, yeah, and, and I love that Five Below is the primary tenant there now, and really breathing new life into it this is. this historic it, retail space. It
5: is, and we found uh, we found some little uh, remnants of those days. We mm. found these little key tags in there that were first generation credit cards, where you could go and it had a stamped number on it, and that's how people would buy things on credit there way back when. And uh, it's nice that that piece of history lives
1: on. There is an amazing transformation taking place in Philadelphia's old city. The Bors on Independence Mall is undergoing a $50 million facelift. Developers say they're doing more than renovations. They're also restoring history.
2: As CBS3 news anchor Yuki Washington points out in their recent news report, the renovation of the Bors building was no small undertaking in both scope and budget once home to the nation's first commodities exchange market over a hundred years ago this project perfectly symbolizes our region's respect for history while also making room for innovation and progress and helping to restore the history to this national landmark on independence mall which sits just adjacent to the liberty bell well it was the team at sipco so, Dan, you had mentioned the Bourse Building, and I don't want to kind of breeze over that one because the Bourse Building is again one of these truly iconic buildings, not just in Philadelphia but in the country. Correct. It's where a lot of merchant activity took place, dating back over a hundred years. Share with us a little bit more of the detail and the nuances that your team worked on to bring the Bourse Building back to where it is.
5: Sure, we were involved uh, primarily. Up, up to this point in uh, installing backup generators. We do a lot of work with other great subcontractors and a lot of those guys are not in anywhere in the, the universe of what we do, electrical contractors, mechanical contractors. So when they need selective demolition or mechanical pads or whatever it is they need, old systems to be removed, they call us. And uh, we've had Great success working with companies like Herman Goldner, or, mm-hmm. you know, pl- people like that doing that type of work. So we were involved in the infrastructure as phase one, and uh, you know, there's a lot of great projects coming up the pike there now. You and the
2: team at Cipco sound really busy. How competitive is the marketplace these days? It is
5: incredibly competitive. You know, there are several other good qualified contractors that do what we do, mm-hmm. but there are another. 50 that are in no way qualified right but you know everybody with a pickup truck thinks they're a demolition contractor yeah
2: and they're still fighting it out yeah yeah
5: so you know it's the market is uh i don't want to say flooded but it's just about flooded but at the end of the day um you know the most qualified usually gets at least a second look and that's where we tend to shine to learn more about sipco and how they continuously shine
2: in their competitive industry Tune in to our full interview online at 1210wpht.com slash select. Growing Greater Philadelphia is presented by Select Greater Philadelphia, a council of the Chamber of Commerce for Greater Philadelphia. Select is the business attraction organization for Northern Delaware, Southern New Jersey, and Southeastern Pennsylvania, and helps to grow the economic vibrancy of our collective community by attracting new businesses and new jobs to our region. Special thanks to the team at General Building Contractors Association, also known as GBCA. The expert construction professionals who are members of the GBCA are literally helping to build the future of greater Philadelphia. Learn more about all that GBCA does to advance the commercial, industrial, and institutional construction industry by visiting gbca.com. An extra special thanks to our program producers, Elena Karmazin and Maricela Juarez, along with the great marketing and creative services professionals at our Chamber of Commerce for Greater Philadelphia and at Entercom. Learn more at selectgreaterphl.com and tune in to our growing Greater Philadelphia podcast anytime at 1210wphd.com slash select.
1: Growing Greater Philadelphia is made possible in part thanks to support from PICO, a proud investor of Select Greater Philadelphia Council. With a history of more than 130 years of service across the greater Philadelphia community, Pico has a long-standing commitment to a culture of excellence. At Pico, we strive to advance smart energy solutions to provide safe, reliable, affordable, and clean energy and energy services to our customers and the communities we serve. Learn more about Pico at pico.com.
5: After opening
0: its Philadelphia office in 1908, KPMG partners and professionals have enjoyed helping Philadelphia's business community grow and flourish for generations and kpmg looks forward to being a part of philadelphia's continued growth and prosperity learn more about kpmg and the firm's audit tax and advisory services at kpmg.com
1: this segment of Growing Greater Philadelphia is brought to you by Comcast NBC Universal, a proud investor of Select Greater Philadelphia Council. Comcast is deeply committed to the Philadelphia community and is proud to be headquartered here since it was founded as a startup 55 years ago. Learn more about Comcast at ComcastCorporation.com. Liberty Property Trust has been creating environments that help businesses realize their full potential for nearly 50 years. To learn about the Philadelphia Navy Yard or other Liberty Properties, visit libertyproperty.com or call 215-568-4100.
0: More than 25 Fortune 500 companies call Greater Philadelphia Home. For more information about businesses growing in northern Delaware, southern New Jersey, and southeastern Pennsylvania, visit selectgreaterphl.com. Every Sunday, Face the Nation brings you in-depth interviews with the biggest names in Washington.
1: Kellyanne Conway, Nancy Pelosi, Lindsey Graham, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez.
0: You'll never miss an episode with the weekly podcast from CBS News Radio. Tune in to hear moderator Margaret Brennan and the country's top policymakers discuss today's toughest issues.
1: What is going on? Is this political conspiracy or is this just incompetence? The Face the Nation podcast. Download and subscribe at the newradio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts.